But I want to hit on something that's more future talk. More importantly, seven days from right now at the UL Lafayette Student Ballroom, there's something great going down, and that is the Acadiana Sports Cards and Memorabilia Show. If you are a sports fan and you love collecting memorabilia, I have a ton of it at the house. Maybe I could find a few more things to fit the bill, if you will. Because trust me, I am a person who loves looking at different old school cards or what have you to add to the collection. And we're going to talk about that with our next guest. He's aboard the game hotline right now. Chad DiMaggio. Chad, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good. And you, Clint? I'm doing good, man. Doing good. And first things first, how did this all come about? Because y'all have done a few shows before at the UL Lafayette Student Ballroom. This will be, what, the third go-round of this event? This, yes. So this will be our third show. Um, our first show was uh, September of last year. A couple of friends of mine, uh, Pablo Mejia and Jason Kinnemer, got together one day for lunch, started talking, and it was all um, just we started talking cards and um, started talking about actually opening up a card shop here in Lafayette, which is still a, a goal. And that led to let's put on a card show because Lafayette really hasn't had hadn't at that point had a major card show or memorabilia for that matter uh, show in probably 10 plus years. Um, there was a guy from Houston who used to host him at the Holodome uh, here in Lafayette. Uh, so anyway, that led to, okay, let's find a spot, start figuring it out. Cause the three of us had never put on a show. We had a couple, the other two guys had been to some shows, and I hadn't even been to one. So we uh, had the first one in September at a little gym, Cathedral, downtown. Had about 25 vendors and about 35, 39 tables set up. Um, went over well, and um, both vendors and guests were very appreciative of the fact that someone was finally doing something here in Lafayette again. Um, so we decided to go ahead and have another one, but at that point knew we were we had outgrown the gym um, and found the UL ballroom, which was a beautiful setting for it. And um, we had uh, about forty five vendors and set up about eighty had about eighty nine tables and about two hundred seventy five people come through. So uh, from first show to second show, uh, we grew quite well, and um, it's uh, there's a lot of uh, a lot of people excited about it, and uh, we are too. I uh, got we got some very big long-term goals for this show. I'm I'm hoping to grow it into a two-day show pretty quickly, and uh, and make this a, a regional show, which will benefit not everybody, not only everybody in the hobby, but uh, people around. Because then we're talking people staying in hotels and eating at restaurants, that kind of thing. So big yeah. goals. And I think those goals can be reached because I think there's definitely a place for it, especially here, I think, in the heart of Cajun country. Because, let's be honest, there's so much rich sports history here in the state of Louisiana with guys from the Acadian area that have gone on to play in the NFL, the NBA, the MLB, the list goes on and on of all the notable athletes we have over the years. And again, this will be going down next Saturday at the UL Student Ballroom, only $5 to get in. 
But I want to know about you. How did you wind up getting into the card collecting game? Because I think obviously a lot of people like me, we got into it a lot when we were younger, but eventually kind of waned because mm-hmm. other things caught our eye. Right. But how did you wind up right. getting into this whole old game? Well, well, I've always been a memorabilia guy. Always loved collecting autographs, helmets, whatever. Um, and probably about three and a half years ago, my youngest son, who's now 16, started kind of getting interested in, in sports cards and First, his grandmother brought him to raise sports cards and Scott and picked up a few cards and whatever, and we started kind of looking at, at it, and one thing led to another, and 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 my interest in memorabilia kind of just pushed me to that. Um, started getting interested in it, um, getting into what they call breaks, where they um, and there's different ways they, they do it, but card breaks online, and, I mean, Facebook is huge. In Facebook, Instagram... You know, all the social medias now are, are full of these card and memorabilia groups, and uh, it just, um, I, I dove headfirst into it and, and got extremely interested in it. Um, but I'm not, I don't have nearly the collections that some of these guys that I've gotten to be friends with now have, uh, you know. And, and it's, it, it, the, the crazy thing is, about the time I got into it, about a year later, is when it just really went wild. Car prices went through the roof, both sealed packs and, and, and individual cards for certain players. And it's um, it's no longer just a hobby. It's uh, it's a it's a multi billion dollar business um, that's that's going nowhere but up. And it's, I have to agree with you. I'm sorry to interrupt there, but I have to agree with you wholeheartedly. I mean, just the last few years, you have guys, big influencers like Gary V, kind of hardly endorsing trading yep. cards and stuff like that. And we're starting to see it get into the digital world now with NFTs. Yes. And I think everybody start everybody during the pandemic, you know, started being at home a lot more and realized, hey, I've probably got a bunch of these old cards that I've had lying mm-hmm. around for years. Like for me, I've got a ton and i mean a ton of old 1992 tops baseball cards that as a like individually they're probably not worth a drop in the bucket but all together and if you have some more of those rarer cards it winds up paying off in a big way if those things are kept in a certain condition correct correct and, and grading now is it, it, it always has been but even more so now um grading is, is a big deal and there's uh, numerous companies doing now but you hit you probably hit the nail on the head the pandemic probably had a lot to do with where we are right now because people were were at home they had nothing else to do um it probably brought a huge influx of people into the hobby slash business um and then, you know, the money coming in that the federal government was giving. So people, you know, they're just numerous things, but those are big reasons, some of the reasons why it, it's it's at where it is now. And then you had, you know, I, one of the big ones was the first big cars that I, I remember because I was fairly new into it, you know, Zion and that whole rookie class. Those cars came out and, I mean, his rookie cars were going for, it was just, it was crazy. And and it, it, now it's, you know, you've got, 
you know, of the newer stuff, Joe Burrow, uh, Herbert in football, those guys, um, you know, they're, uh, those cards have, uh, the, the value has increased uh, incredibly, especially with the way Burrow is playing right now in his career early on. So um, it's just, it, it's, it's incredible. Um, and I'm a big, I'm a big Burrow collector. I'm a, I'm a big LSU fan. I, uh, LSU collector, but I, the Burrow in his college unit is my, is my big collection right now. Um, and I've, I've made some investments along the way that have paid off to this point because it's worth considerably more than what I paid for him when I bought him. Talking now with Chad DiMaggio. He's been helping put together some, a great event next weekend at the UL Lafayette Student Ballroom. And it's going to be a KVNS Sports Cards and Memorabilia Show. Again, $5 to get in. It's going to be this coming Saturday from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m., basically an all-day affair. And I can't wait for it, to be honest with you, because I'm a huge fan of going to look at memorabilia, seeing some sports cards. This will be the first time I'll actually go do something like this. So I'm intrigued to see how it's all going to work out. But I want to get to you a little bit more. You talk about you collect a lot of LSU stuff. Like and obviously, there's always a person that if they have these collections, the one item that you will never sell, give up, trade, whatever. What's your one? Like you can't sell it; it's non-negotiable. It's staying with me till the day I die, maybe even to the grave. Uh, it's probably actually two items. So one would be memorabilia, and that would be um, a Joe Burrow. Uh, LSU Authentic helmet, F7 helmet that I purchased uh, right after he left LSU. And the second is a card that I picked up. Doesn't have his auto on it yet, but it's a um, it's it's a it's got a picture of him, and it's got it's a helmet decal that has the 2020 the 2020 national championship logo in it. Um, it's one of only two that were made. And that's a card that I've been offered considerable amounts of money for, and um, it's it'll it'll get passed down to my son. And you know we're talking about a lot of the the sports cards and the collectibles and everything because I can remember going back to when I was younger. I still got a ton of those like 1992 cards. I've got a bunch of NFL cards when a lot of them were admittedly overproduced and lowered some of the price. But right. now we're seeing a lot more the card the interest in cards is going up and up and up, but also going back to what I was mentioning earlier with NFTs, that's seemingly becoming the wave of the future. How do you see the card game and more importantly the memorabilia game looking like five years down the road where things are seemingly becoming a lot more digitized versus actually being there in person handing everybody like autographs? You know, right. trading cards, being physical, being more in the digital metaverse, right. if you will. I don't see, I mean, memorabilia obviously is going to have to, it, I don't see that being digital. I don't see how, because it's a, it's a you know, it's a helmet. And, and what's gotten really big, and always was, but even more so now because of the access to all this game used equipment now, you know, on the college and pro level, um, there's a huge, uh, Huge, huge market for game-used items. Uh, anywhere from jerseys, helmets, pants to socks, wristbands, it, whatever. Um, 
there's a huge market for that. Now, when you get to the trading cards, I haven't really gotten into it. Um, but they do have, you know, the digital stuff, the blockchains, stuff that they're pushing. And, and uh, yeah, eventually uh, there probably will be a huge market for it. I don't know how soon that'll be because most collectors like myself, I like to have that card in my hand, you know, see it, have it stashed away. You know, all of my, all of my nice stuff that is, is my personal collection is, is in, a, in a hard case saved safely so you know but there is but again like you said um like everything else in the world uh, a lot of things is, is becoming digital and and cards are no different it's that's already it's already started um i don't know how long it'll take before it's it's a major part of the collecting but there are guys out there who, who do it who favor it and like it so i it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see how, how everything evolves like everything else in life. Chad, I appreciate you coming on, my man. Before I let you go, give people – I keep say, I said it earlier on the show, but give people the elevator pitch. Talk them into the door if they're kind of on the fence and if they're, they may not be the biggest sports card fan, but they've got memorabilia there as well. Give them the sure. elevator pitch and talk them into the door about next Saturday. There's a little bit for everybody. Um, it's very family friendly. Um, people in the hobby range from young kids to grandfathers and grandmothers. I mean, it, it, it runs the gamut. Um, there's going to be a little bit of everything for everyone. Uh, beautiful setting, friendly people. And, um, it's not only, you know, these vendors are not only set up just to sell. Um, it's, it's buy, sell, trade. Um, so, Bring stuff that you have that you're interested in trading, uh, because these guys and women are more than interested and happy to uh, look and see what you have, trade for something that they have, or even just purchase outright from you. So um, it's an extremely fun event. Uh, I'm glad to be a part of it and looking forward to to watching this thing grow and um, and and making it a big part of, uh, of something here in Lafayette. It's it's something we're gonna we plan to have four shows a year. So uh, and uh, like I said, we've got big plans for it and uh, and growing this thing into something that uh, that's a big attraction for this area. Chad, th- can't think enough, my man. We'll talk to you down the road. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, and we'll see you out there at the UL Lafayette Ballroom. Appreciate it.